0: Lob Talk Radio Lob Talk Radio
1: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. How's everybody doing? This is the show, Self Expressions, and I am your host, Brother Robert Pop Pop Hudson, and I'd like to welcome you to to this episode of 1,664 of Purpose Kingdom Network. I right, thank you so much for allowing me to come into your homes and uh, just having a little conversation tonight. And uh, with that being said, I just want to let you know that uh, you know I just apologize because I'm a little bit uh, nasally because uh, I'm. Fighting off a summer cold, but uh, with that being said, you know we're going to just get started and um, just let you know that we're going to be only uh, scripture we're going to be through right now and you know uh, extensively is Matthew chapter four verses one through eleven, and so once again it's going to be Matthew chapter four verses one through eleven, and we're going to be going through that pretty heavily, and you know just to really just uh let you know what's what's going on here. <clears throat> There's a lot of things that's, that's going on where, you know, uh easily where we can just be fooled with what's going on, where, you know, we lose focus on some of the things that's going on, some of the things that matter, and some of the things that don't matter. A lot of us dwell on the things that don't matter more than things that, that do matter, and so, you know, with that, I'm going to go ahead and dive right in And, uh, you know, right now uh, I'm having a little problem with uh, Facebook, so um, I'm not going to be doing a Facebook Live uh, session this time around, but, uh, you know, next time we'll see what happens and maybe things go a little bit better. So uh, let's just go ahead and get into Matthew. So uh, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, was afterward hungry. Again, we're going to go on to verse 3. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him, up into the holy city, and set up him on the principle of the temple, the, the pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up. Yes, any time thou dash thy foot against a stone, Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and sheweth him all the kingdom of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him alone shall thou serve. Then the devil left him. And behold, angels came and ministered unto him. The word syntactic means relating to Satan, the worship, the worship of Satan, extremely evil or cruel. According to the Webster's definition of if, it is basically the event that whatever unused as a functional word to introduce in explanation, you know, expression, a wish. Uh, Oftentimes, Satan comes to God's people and tempts them with the word if. He often says, if you do this, then I will give you that. If you're really a child of God, then do this. If you eat this, then you will become like God. He is tempted to try to get guys people, you know, down to where he can he can use their weakness to get to them. You know, and we get the typical uh things that, you know, precede, you know, backsliders, you know, um basically uh gossip and speaking about you know, basically bad about one another. And, you know, the the other part is to tear families apart. And uh we can go to first Peter chapter five and eight. You know, and um, we're going to read that, and it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk up about seeking whom he may devour. You know, he tries to tempt people into thinking he's right and God is not. And we can go into John chapter 8, verses 45. Well, actually, I want to start at 44. Ye are of your father, the devil, ye will do, he has murdered murderer from the beginning in a bold, not in the truth, but there is no truth in him when he speaks a lie of his own, and he is for a liar and the father of it. You know, he is also about a uh, you know about a short time before God comes back. You know, and he he knows that he's he's trying to draw as many people down to hell or from as possibly he can do. You know, he does use two letters of the word if. You know, in the story of the temptation of Jesus, you know, the Bible says that Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and he was hungry. The Bible says the tempter, you know, Satan, came to him and said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made of bread. But Jesus came back with an even better comeback. And his answer was, he knew the world would defeat the enemy, so he said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by the, every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And, you know, that kind of, you know, let Satan get, you know, on his toes. and like, okay, I got to come back better than that. Then Satan took Jesus to, the you know, the holy city, and they basically sat on the highest temple, and, and Satan said to him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up. At least least any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. But once again Jesus knew the word and he said, It is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And then Satan tried a third time. And the third time, tempting Jesus, he you know, by, by you know, taking him to the highest mountain and showing him all the kingdoms of the world. And he said, thou will will fall down and worship me. Jesus knew the word once again and said, you know, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And Satan left, and the angels came and ministered to him. You know, Satan at one time or another, you know, he has come and, you know, tried to tempt us using the, the the word if if no one is exempt from from this temptation you know even the holiest man ever in creation which is Jesus and yes uh, he had the audacity to you know not only tempt Jesus once but three times and so we can we can go into to Matthew twenty seven thirty eight and forty five you know it talks about the crucifixion of Jesus. You know, the Bible said that there were two thieves on both sides of him. And people passed by the cross and by them saying, thou, that's the story of the temple, and, and build it in, in three days. Save thyself. If thou be the son of God, you know, come down from the cross. You know, and that was in verse 40. Even the chief priest, you know, and, and described, and the elders passing by said, he saved others. Him, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him, de- let him deliver him now. If he, you know, if he will have him, for well, he said, I am the son of God. And the Bible says the thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same, the, the same words. So in Luke twenty three, uh, chapter twenty three, verses thirty three and thirty nine it also talks about the crucifixion of Jesus in verse thirty three it says that they came to the place called Calvary. They crucified Jesus in two malefactors wrongdoers, and in thirty four in, in verse thirty four it says, Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, and they parted this raiment and cast lots. So we're going to down to the verse thirty five and and these people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them, he writing, he saved others, let him save himself if he be Christ, the chosen of God, and the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar, and saying, "If thou be the king of Jews, save thyself and uh in, a, in a, you know in this superscription also was written over him in, in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hang railing on him, saying, if thou be Christ, save thyself and us. I can also picture Satan standing there somewhere in the corner laughing, thinking he had won the battle. But what he didn't know was God was basically, an, he had another plan. Where, you know, um I want to just go go on and, and just say, you know, from there, and I mentioned before that, you know, there's a little smoke and mirrors going on, and I'm, I'm quite sure any, everybody um, that has not been living under a rock knows that there's been the, the Roe versus Wade uh, issue here. Um, also, uh, preceding that, you know, we have the issue of the gun violence in not just this city but this country. And with the Roe versus Wade uh, coming to the forefront, all of a sudden, um, we have that same thing. Does a, a woman have a right to choose? Uh, yes, it is an important issue that a lot of people, you know, have, you know, uh, basically have ignorance on. And yes, um, it is an issue, but it's not an important issue at the forefront. The important issues are what's what's going on with the country and what we need corrected first before we tackle other things. And one of the things I want to talk about is gun violence. Uh, Just like, you know, in the scriptures, you know, gun violence or any kind of violence has has not uh, been seen before. It's been seen before. It's just on different levels. On this level, uh, we, we have the gun violence. Where we have, uh, it always seems like there's always a stalemate, and there's things that uh, can be done if you look in the right direction. Uh, the direction that I'm I'm looking at is uh, who we have and who, who are the players that we have. Where um, it seems like nothing is getting done. Closer look, things are getting done, but not on the level that we're looking for. So we're, we're looking at the NRA, for one. Then we're looking at our elected officials. And then we're looking at the police. All three have elements of um, basically getting what they want, and, and we're not getting anything. Uh, because we're we're at a standstill, at a stalemate, where we're back at square one. Uh, it's been, I don't know, maybe five or six years where I've been saying, you know, we should put a tax on the bullets where, uh, you know, the cost of human life is valued way more than, you know, uh, the bullets that's used because the NLA uh, are, are blocking and they're, they're banning. Basically, they're saying that we have the right to bear arms. Okay, I understand that. But uh, can't, why can't we tax the bullets? Because if you want to write... If you want the right to bear arms, well, you know, those arms, you know, basically are useless if you don't have any bullets. And if you uh, place value on those bullets, then maybe you will think twice before you just pull the trigger on those guns. So let me just backtrack a little bit, and let's talk about the, you know, the three elements of what's going on here, um, particularly right here in the city of Philadelphia. All right? So now... um, we got the NRA. Uh, the NRA um, flexes his mighty muscle of saying, yes, we have the right to bear arms. Yes, um, you can't take it our guns. Uh, you can't discriminate against people getting guns. Everybody should own a gun. Everybody should have a gun. Okay, good. I understand that. So now we have the electric, electric officials who are here, and every couple of years, um, they want to make a proposal. And, you know, in in their own little way, they're doing their part, but they're doing the minimum. And when I say they're doing the minimum, because when the, the NRA uh, starts throwing out money and throwing out campaign money and all kinds of money, uh, they cave in. Uh, they change their mind all of a sudden. Uh, or they realize that uh, all of a sudden, you know, the, the rights of um, – people are are more important than their bills that they're presenting. But these elected officials know exactly the game they're playing. They know once they start saying, hey, let's start banning this, let's start banning that, the NRA is going to start pulling out cash. And, yes, it's a political game that they're playing, and I think it's time for us to get rid of everybody that's an elected official I don't care what um, what role you play, what position you have. I think it's time for us to just put in a new charge. Okay, and so now uh, the last element I'm going to say is the police. Now, this um, may come as a shock or may not come as a shock. You know, everybody has been saying you know, we're trying to get guns off, you know, off the streets. Um and yes, I do believe that, you know, when they can then get a chance just to get the guns off the street. Uh, one of the things that you hear the police talk about is these ghost guns. Now the problem I have with these ghost guns is is not just in the hands of criminals, but the hands of police. Now I know that, you know, um, you know, that there was had been a wild rash of police shootings and things of that nature. But one of the things that I want you to understand is that with these ghost guns in the hand of police, now that they can discharge and fire without being tracked or traced or, you know, being known as a perpetrator, now that with these ghost guns, they technically have a throwaway gun. And I do believe that the police officers that are patrolling our streets do not have the right to have any firearm in their possession besides the one issued to them by the police. Yes, I know that, yes, some of these drug dealers and some of these gang members have bigger and better weapons. And yes, the city has upgraded, you know, their armory. But in the same sense, if you want to get the ghost guns off the streets, you can't have them too. You can't have it both ways. They want it both ways. They want to ha- still have the You know, the firepower, but also discharging whatever firearm they have illegally. Yes, and if you think for one one minute that the cops are playing by exactly by the rules, they're not. They never have and never will. They believe they can operate above the law, and yet they want these ghost guns off the streets, but they are the very main ones that are carrying them. Yes, and this is not the only city this happens in. This happens in all kinds of cities. They have a new way of saying, hey, he had a gun, or, hey, he fired at us. The police have a new way of, you know, combating crime the way they want to. Not the way they're supposed to, but the way they want to. So where did this all start? Well, this starts where, you know, We need to start making solutions. We really need to make make, uh, solutions, and and we need to uh, keep people accountable for what, you know, is going on and what they're doing. You know, I know everybody can't um, monitor and basically, uh, you know, know what each and every person is doing, but if you have a jurisdiction and if you have, you know, you your elected official, you should know what's going on in your district and your ward or any of that nature. We shouldn't see the mayor, you know, and, and, you know, I understand, you know, Kenny is, you know, he's he's just the mayor of, of the city, but a mayor saying he wish he wasn't the mayor, there's a big problem. There's a big problem. The mayor wants to quit on us. Anytime the mayor wants to quit on us, there's a big problem, and there's a problem that he can't tackle, and I understand that. I understand when there's a problem that you can't handle or you just really have no control over it, most of the elements of, uh, you, you might want to quit. And, you know, hey, maybe he's just saying in, in his own way, hey, I need help. But where is he going to get help? That's He's the mayor of this city. If he can't get help in his own city council, where can he get help. And that's why I said, you know, when election time comes around, I'd rather somebody vote in SpongeBob SquarePants as a city council member. I don't want none of them in there. I don't trust any of them because they've done the same thing time and time again. They caved into the NRA. They took their money, and now they're looking at us in our face and saying, all right, we've done all we can do. You know what? I'm... I'm, I'm telling you, I, I am done with it. I, I'm done with it. And like I said, they let the NRA butt in in everything, and in every instance they're doing and saying that, you know, yes, the Second Amendment, the Second Amendment. I know that. But there's ways around it. We need people to think differently. Okay, and the first thing they said, let's bring back stop and frisk. Okay, then let's think about that again. So you got the same tired old people coming up with the same title or idea that did not work in the first place because somebody's going to say stopping and frisking, they're stopping and frisking way too many black people. Then when they want to stop and frisk white people, white people want to say, why are they singling me out? It's not, work. It's not going to work. I want somebody with new ideas and new ways that are, that are, that's going to be effective, not going back to something that did not work, and we're going back in the same old circle. And it's like uh, they're all sitting there at city council, you know, with one big circle jerk, and I'm I'm, I'm done with it because uh, they don't belong there. You know, and anybody that, that does a job and know that, you know, if you're not doing your job and you're getting paid, um, you shouldn't be there. You should be expecting a pink slip any minute. But these guys operate and they do their job and they, they do it and they, they – look at us with a straight face and say, we've done all we can. You know, and one of the things is that, you know, as being part of city council, you know, they operate on a minimum part of government, but yet and still they are not accountable. There are more things that are going on in every one of their districts where you should see them on the news more than you should see, I guess, the mayor or the the police commissioner or the fire commissioner You know, the fire commissioner has been under fire way more than our police commissioner. If there has been one fire or two fires, major fires, and, you know, and the first thing he's saying is, hey, there's been a major breakdown of what happened because this should have never happened, you know, same thing with the police commissioner, you know, and they're holding these people accountable, but the people that's in these districts I don't see them. They get elected year in and year out, and I don't see their face. I don't see them doing anything. You know, you, you know, we go out and we vote for them, and they're here you go, the same people. And you wonder why it is going, it's continue to go on and on and on. Why is this happening again? Well, you know, uh, that's why, you know, I wouldn't say, hey, there's a problem without me offering a solution. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, um I'm just going to let you know that we're, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And anytime you want to call in, phone number to call in is 319-527-6091. And you can hit the number, the number one. Uh Sorry, you know, everybody, I'm a little bit nasally um, fighting off a little summer cold, but, um, you know, we're going to get through it. All right, and so um, getting back to what I was saying, you know, I'm identifying a problem, but I also do have a solution. Um, one of the solutions I've been, like I said, I've been saying it for, for five plus years and don't understand how not even one single person will come up with it, come up with it and I understand what it is is because they would have found a way to get around the gun the the gun laws the 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 fight of gun control, who should have guns, who should have the right to have guns, what kind of guns they should have I, like I've been saying, the bullets is what cost the most damage, and they cost the least amount of money. I'm proposing that we tax the bullets. Why has nobody tried this? I don't know. Why is nobody even going this way? I have no idea. I don't know why everybody keep going after the same tired ideas that don't work. That's just one part of the solution. Tax and bullets. And now my other part is paying taxes. Now, I believe that if in any person that has had been a victim of gun violence or had a family member been a victim of gun violence, had been murdered through gun violence, should put their tax money in an abated escrow. And that baited escrow, what that means is you're putting this money in, that means you're paying your taxes, but you're not giving it to them because you want them to do a job. And if they don't do that job, they're not going to get that money. They can see it. They can check and see how much is in there and see where it's at. And I think, uh, you know, if people get together and get an abated escrow, uh, escrow tax uh, account, uh, things will get done because now they see where their money that they should get that they're not going to get until they do their job. And I believe, you know, city council should be locked into a room until some solution comes, comes about. You know, it's, it's been time and time again, pay for a job that they do not do. You know, they seem to have that Walmart effect. You know how you go to Walmart where you're trying to get something, you need some help. You see 30 people that's Walmart workers and there's only 12 customers and everybody can't help you. I don't work in this department oh, uh, I, I don't know, uh, let me go get somebody, or, um, oh, I'm on break, or this is my lunchtime. Well, you know, I, it, it's kind of funny, but it's like it seems like when I'm in Walmart, everybody's on lunch, everybody's on break, and everybody doesn't work in the department I need help in, and this is what's going on in the city. I need help, and I can't get help. This is what's been going on all this time, and Yet and still, uh, you know, we we keep saying uh we need to go out and vote. We need to go out and vote. Yes, we need to go out and vote, but we need to vote smartly. There's you know, there's another group called Republicans. You know, if y'all guys are willing to sit through four years of Trump, why not vote the other way? Why not show these people that we want something done? Why not give them a chance? Why not? What are we going to lose? Really? What are we going to lose? Instead of you know, instead of some tired, behind councilman that's been there for seven or eight, nine, ten terms, still, where well, you asking him? You know, what have you got done? Oh, you know, he shrugs his shoulders and saying, "I did the best I can." Well, evidently, your best ain't good enough. I'm tired. I'm tired of you, and I'm tired of your excuses. And that's all they've been been doing is providing us with excuses. And uh, so real quickly, you know, we went through uh, Matthew chapter 4 and 11 earlier, and so we're going to go through um, Revelations chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. Okay, and so we're going to start with ten. I was in the spirit of the Lord's day, and heard behind me a great voice, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book, and send it on to the seven churches which are in Asia, Ephrasis, and unto Samara, and unto Pregmos, and on to Tyra, and unto Thaddeus, and unto Philadelphia, and onto let me go ahead and pick up on verse 12. And turn to the sea, the voice that sparkled with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and a girt about, and passed with a golden girdle. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, and as they burned into the furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had his sight, his right hand, seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and to his countenance was the sun uh, shine of in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell to my feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. And he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive for everyone. Amen. I have the keys of hell and of death. And that's verse 18. And, you know, we're going to go... And just you know real- you know just real briefly just just think about that, you know Jesus never gave into Satan's you know convincing schemes, he spoke of the word and left the left you know left it alone. Our problem is instead of you know giving it to God and letting him work you know things out, we try to solve it ourselves, which ends up you know us losing in the end, and you know Satan he can have us exactly where he wants us, you know, if we allow him to. And that's the whole thing, the the allow him part. You know, right here where we're in this paradox of um, political infighting, and then we have the smoke and mirrors with the Roe versus Wade, and, you know, can a woman do this, can a woman do that? And then we got the gun violence where, you know, it seems like uh, all of a sudden it disappeared, but it never did. Now we're thinking, you know, we're, we're talking about does a fetus have rights. You know, we have rights, we have rights too. You know, we have the right to, you know, walk the street without a fear of just getting hit by innocent gunfire. You know, we have the right to, you know, pay our taxes and have these elected officials fix our problem because that's what they're there for. Fixing the problem, you're part of the problem. If you're not in the way, but you're not helping provide a clear path, then you're in the way. You know, never before have I seen so many people fall ignorance of what is plain sighted. You know, and the ignorance is you go about, you pay your taxes, you vote, and yet nothing that you want done gets done. Uh, But let there be a little stimulus or something, you know, that comes through or a little handout or a little this or a little that. Man, it seems like you're satisfied. Oh, the government's working just fine until you spend that paycheck. And then, you know, the next thing starts to happen, and the next thing you know, you're about to, you know, give out that, that, that outcry of, uh, man, they're not doing anything I want. The next thing you know, you get another little stimulus or something like that, and then you shut up. You know, um, I'm, you know, we need to change this attitude. We need to get that attitude You know, we need to be done with that attitude. You know, we need to put people in power that's going to help us. You know, and and the one thing that, you know, I guess we're afraid of is, is change. Yes, it does take change. Yes, something's going to be done a little different. But like I said, if we dealt with four years of Donald Trump, you know, we can deal with four years of, you know, Slappy Joe, you know, in city council doing whatever he, you know, giving his try, seeing where that goes. You know, like I said, I'd rather see SpongeBob, SquarePants, or uh, Left of the Fistle. You know, he's a cartoon, but so are these people. They're jokes. They're cartoons. They're, they might as well be fictitious characters. You know, until we take this seriously, until we actually show them that we will run somebody out of office, I don't care if it takes one position at a time, we need to we need to do it and make sure that they do their job. You know, the average city council member makes more than any average job we have in a year easily. They make close to what doctors make. Except for doctors that actually save lives, they sit on their ass. Excuse me. But, you know, um they uh you know they get paid our tax dollars. And it comes out of most people's checks automatically. But there are things you can do. You can go to your job and say, I wish to pay my own taxes, or I want to put my taxes into an abated escrow account. And the more the merrier. If more people start doing that and they have more accounts, they'll see a bigger, bigger difference and a a bigger dividend of what they're not getting. And, yes, it seems like they're going to come, of course, counter and says, everybody needs to pay their taxes or you have to pay your taxes. No. And the beta escrow means that you're at the end you're not getting that money. They're going to get the money, but they have to do their job in order to get that money. So that means they can look at that money, they can check and see how much is in there, but they can't get it until it's signed off that they did their job. That's what I'm trying to, let people know that we do have options. You know, everybody kept saying, oh, it's no use to fight the government. There's no way we can fight the government. There's no way we can do this and do that. Yes, there is. You have to do your due diligence. You have to be smart about it. The same things that they come at us and attack us with, the same thing, we can turn it around, and it's written right there in plain sight. We have to be smart. We can't sit there and roll with the punches you know if you want to sit there and roll with the punches and pay your taxes and just give your money away and stuff is not getting done fine that's you that's not me not me at all and you know like i said you know i'm i'm not anti-police i'm not anti-government but i am anti you getting paid and not doing nothing so, you know with you know, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead back and, and um we're gonna go back into what I was saying um about how Satan wants us to be exactly where you know, he has us exactly where he wants us if we allow him to. So I'm gonna go into Genesis chapter two verses fifteen and seventeen and uh I'm just gonna read that real quickly. Okay, and the Lord and we're going to start with fifteen. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of this garden thou may eat freely, but of the tree of knowledge, of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For the day that thou eat of thou shalt surely die. And so we go to Genesis chapter three, verses one and thirteen. And it talks about something to take people, God, you know, that was created. And the Bible says, the serpent was more sublet than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, ye have God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Eve told Satan, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is the midst of the garden, God hath said ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it lest ye die. And Satan told Eve, "Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat, therefore then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God, as God's, knowing good and evil. It's just like, you know, Satan's temptation, people into thinking that he's right and God is wrong. It's just like he came to you and said, you don't have to, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And be baptized and go to heaven. Well, you know that you do. You know, and the Bible says, you know, the woman saw that the tree was good for food. And it was, you know, present to the eyes. And the tree to be desired to make one wise. She took up the fruit and therefore did eat it and, you know, also gave it to her husband with her. And he ate it also. And the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked. And they sued figs of leaves together, and they made them, you know, they hid themselves, and they made made them aprons. So we're going to go to Genesis uh, chapter 3, verses. uh, And they heard the voice of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Adam, where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree? Wherefore I have commanded thee not to thou shalt not eat. And the man said, The woman who thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat it. And the Lord said unto the woman, Thou shalt have done. And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Satan knew from the very beginning that man would be tested. So he tried, you know, a different way. And just like, you know, how we get uh, different parts and elements of Satan coming into our life, um, it's going to happen, and it's going to be different ways. You know, if Satan is going to try different ways to get in our life, you know, why can't we try different ways to combat and fight his, you know, his temptations, why can't we find different ways of you know creating you know salvation for ourselves and our and our family and friends why can't we do things differently why do we have to keep doing the same things over and over again when temptation and you know and just basically chaos comes at us differently why can't we come up with different solutions and you know with that with that being said you know i'm i'm getting close to the the call of salvation. So I'm going to do the call of salvation. And right after that, I'm going to do the announcements. And then we'll go ahead and get back to uh, tonight's show. You know, the call of salvation is pretty simple. You know, it's basically cementing your relationship with Christ. And just, you know, having that comfort of knowing that, you know, once you have accepted Jesus Christ in your life and accepted that God has granted us a huge favor. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. And once you acknowledge that, say, you know, I believe that Jesus died for my sin and he died on the cross on Calvary, so I can, I can begin anew. So I can start life over anew. I can become a new creature. And once you believe that and when you say that with your tongue, you know, you're, you're saved. You know, you can tell someone you can call someone you can text anyone, just let them know that I've turned over a new leaf in life that I' found my way, and that I'm a new creature and and you're saved and the next suggestion i, I you know I hope you, you do is you find a bible believing teaching preaching sanctuary that I learned to you in the word of christ and if you have uh have not found that church uh you can come here at Purpose Kingdom Network where we're a church without walls where uh you can come here and, and you know find the comfort and the knowledge of Christ here until you find that church home. All right, and um you know and and you know welcome to the kingdom of Christ. Welcome. All right, and so um I'm gonna go ahead and do the announcements, just to let you know that this is a private purpose kingdom network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for the field, no matter where in the world you are Uh, We thank you for your support and your listenership. We just thank you so much for uh, just supporting us here at Purpose Kingdom Network and also for sharing with your friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Kingdom uh, Network is on the air tonight. Um, And anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Uh, And there you can just uh, simply uh, listen to us anytime we do a live broadcast. Uh, we have the phone number to call in at 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to talk to the host, you can press the number 1. And um, also from the same website, if you want to hear any of our past shows, you can just simply type in the host name or the show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety, and that's your convenience. Uh, also, we do have a radio network, which is purpose King, uh, PKN.com. And uh, there you can listen to 24 hours of musical content, of music of inspiration and praise and uh just feel free to share with your friends and family members anytime you want to send a, a email to us email us at pkn.com where you can just uh send us a word of praise you can um also uh just give us a praise report we greatly appreciate that and um Let's see, tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, we will have Peripheral Visions, and that's going to be hosted by Sister Antonia Batts. And once again, uh, with God's will God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, and the show is going to be Peripheral Visions, and it's going to be hosted by Antonia Batts. Please feel free to invite your friends and family members to join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. All right, with that being said, that's going to be the end of my announcement so far, and we're going to get back to to tonight's program. And so tonight's program, and, and you know, just summing things up, you know, um, yes, uh, the devil has, has been and keep creating new ways of tempting us and, you know, uh, pull us in the wrong direction. And yes, there are different elements of things that's going on. You know, the, the, the main thing is there's gun violence um, not only in this city of Philadelphia, but other major cities around it. And yes, you know we have the distraction of Roe versus Wade, of where we easily forget about uh, some of the problems plaguing our cities. And now we're turning our, our attention to abortion rights. Uh, yes, the NRA directly, you know, uh, they have basically everybody uh up in arms, whether for or against guns. And, yes, you know, our elected officials playing a, a tug of war between us and the NRA, and they're getting paid by both, us and the NRA. And something needs to be done about that. And, yes, uh we go to the police where they're crying about so many ghost guns out there, and yet they possess ghost guns themselves. You know, um, you can't have it both ways. If you want them off the streets, don't have them yourself. And, uh, you know, who's going to police the police? And that's basically, you know, what the bottom line is. And just wrapping things up, and, you know, my solution is either a bullet attack or raising the price of bullets and putting a tax on them. Because don't forget, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of innocent bystanders, even the ones that don't get killed. You know, some people get hurt. Some people get injured. Uh, some people have to go through rehab. You know, uh, from the, the trauma, of, you know, taking on a gunshot, uh, no matter what part of the body it is, you know, sometimes it affects people uh, more surviving these, uh, you know, being a gunshot victim or innocent bystander, you know, there's the uh, abated escrow where, you know, we can form that where we just withhold our taxes until something gets done solving this crisis you know, in this city and, you know, all over the place. And, uh, you know, with that, that being said, I just want to, um, real quickly, um, just, uh, play a song. I don't have the rights to it, but I'm going to, uh, play this song and then we'll go ahead and, you know, we'll end the show and, um, God won't, you know, with God's will, you know, we'll be back in another two weeks. So real quickly, I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, play this, uh, song. I hope you enjoy it. And then, uh, We'll go ahead and conclude tonight's show. thanks for listening to tonight's show um that was uh, Georgie Benton's uh version of the greatest love of all. I hope you enjoyed that uh that song uh was very touching to me and uh you know um we're coming to the conclusion of tonight's show and just remember you know just uh love yourself and if you can't love yourself, you know there's no room to love anyone else. It's just that simple. So you know, um, you know, with God's will and God's blessing. I'll be black in two weeks. It's been fun. Uh, I really enjoyed tonight. I hope you enjoyed tonight. I hope uh, I showed some enlightenment and uh, I inspired someone to uh, you know. So with that being said, you know, God bless everybody. Good night. Peace. Jesus led. He raised me, he I he I me.
0: I will not lose. lose. He saved me. I, I will, will not lose. lose. <laughs> I I will not do Never wanna see you down I will not do Save